Staffing shortages are creating more issues in the McLean County Jail. That's one of the things you need to know to start your day for Monday, April 24th. I'm Ryan Denham, and this is WGLT's The Leadoff. Support for The Leadoff on WGLT and WGLT.org comes from the Central Illinois Regional Airports in Bloomington, featuring summer vacation destinations for travelers to see the world via American, Delta, Frontier, and Allegiant. CIRA, your trip starts here. Details at CIRA.com. Now let's lead off with a backlog at the McLean County Jail. Some mentally ill inmates are being held in the jail booking area because of a shortage of corrections officers. More from WGLT's Eric Stock. It was a common practice at the county lockup until 2018 when the county opened a $39 million jail expansion. It included a unit for prisoners with a mental illness. County Administrator Cassie Taylor says inmates who require 24-hour supervision are still getting the attention and treatment they need. Obviously, we are meeting their needs in regard to uh, medication and observation, but they are not in the right location. Taylor says some inmates who were found not guilty by reason of insanity or unfit to stand trial are supposed to be sent to a psychiatric hospital in Springfield. But the Illinois Department of Human Services doesn't have the staff or space to take them. It's a different setting. It's a more appropriate setting. And uh, so uh, there is a backlog that is sitting in our McLean County Jail that uh, needs to be transferred. County also has been housing about 50 inmates per day in LaSalle County for the last month. That's costing the county several thousand dollars a day. McLean County Sheriff Matt Lane has said it will likely take several more months before he has enough corrections officers on hand to bring those inmates back. For the leadoff, I'm Eric Stock. Here are some other stories we're following in the WGLT newsroom. Police say 22-year-old Douglas Riston from Warren, Michigan, was killed in a motorcycle crash Friday night on Rab Road in Northwest Normal. Authorities are investigating. The city of Bloomington says its residents recycled over 4,000 tons of material through its solid waste program in 2022. And the Illinois Attorney General, Kwame Warul, joined a coalition calling for a federal recall of some Kia and Hyundai cars after they say the companies failed to take steps to prevent theft. You can find more on these stories at WGLT.org. The Ewing Cultural Center is entering its busiest time of year when thousands flock to the historic property in Bloomington for prom photos, weddings, and the Illinois Shakespeare Festival. Keeping all those visitors heading in the right direction is Ewing's director, Tony Tucker, who shared some pointers for students and parents considering Ewing for prom photos. If we have an event on the Saturday of the prom, then we notify the high schools that they're unable to use the property. We've had already two proms last Saturday, and the two proms brought a little over, almost close to a thousand guests to the property with just two high schools. Uh, May 13th is Bloomington's prom, and we are open that day. But the rest of the Saturdays in April and May, we are closed due to events. Uh, For example, April 29th, there are nine high school proms, and we will not be able to accommodate that for those students. But there are so many other beautiful places in the community, the Ewing Parks, McGraw Park, places students can go to take their outdoor photos. So for those Saturdays in which you are open and available for for prom photos, what are sort of the the best spots 
on the property that the people have flocked to over the years? They like to go to the Japanese garden. It's hidden almost by a wall of um, evergreens, but when you get back in there, there's flowers and beautiful landscaping and a little tea house. And the other location is by our fountains. We have the Jacob Fountain, and with the fountain going behind them, and I also see not only still pictures, but video taken of couples standing in front of the fountains. Do all of the people who come on onto your the property for prom photos, do they generally treat the space with respect? You know, they're not trampling things, they, they treat it reasonably well? That's a good question because our volunteers who helped during that asked me the same thing. And I have been doing this for 11 years. It is not an event we promote. It is not an event we host. It just was a grassroots effort because it's a beautiful property. And I will say in the 11 years I have been um, working at Ewing with prom students, I don't believe we've had one incident where someone has run through a garden or um, been disrespectful. They seem to be very respectful of the property, the gardens. So we have no have had no issues with students or their families destroying anything. Wedding season obviously is uh, is coming up as well. Um, how many weddings does Ewing host on a in, in a typical year now that we're kind of through COVID? So this year we have twelve weddings on weekends. We do not have weddings during the Illinois Shakespeare Festival. So the last Friday in June until the second Saturday in August, the property is used by the Illinois Shakespeare Festival. So why do you think Ewing has become such a good venue for weddings? It's hard to say. We, it, we have a variety of couples. Some, they're looking for that princess bride experience, and you're at a castle. Others, it's the outdoor venue and the beautiful gardens that they, you know, as their guest are at the reception, they can also, unlike a conference room where you're sort of sequestered there, you're able to go out, walk the gardens, um, we're well lit at night. You can, we are a lot, the trend it seems to be instead of formal catering from restaurants, we have a lot of food trucks now for weddings. So it can be very casual to very formal depending on um, the taste of the couple. And then the um, free public tours at Ewing begin in May. So how does that work? Can you tell people about how they can jump on one of those? May 1st through the end of September, we have free public tours on Monday evenings from 4 to 6 p.m. So they are free. You're welcome to come anytime between 4 and 5.15 is when the last tour leaves. You don't have to make a reservation. You just, whenever a group shows up, we start a new tour. We have about 12 docents uh, in the manor who will start you on the tour and take you through the manor. That's Tony Tucker, director of the Ewing Cultural Center in Bloomington. You can read or listen to more of this conversation at WGLT.org. And before we let you go, the Bloomington City Council meets tonight at 6 at the Government Center downtown. And that's it for today. I'm Ryan Denham. The show was produced by Colin Winkleman. You can subscribe to the Lead Off podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or the NPR app.